Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the EG Property Podcast with me, EG Editor Sam McClary. In today's episode, I'm talking with three women taking on this year's Padel, an all-female annual ride established to bring together women from across the real estate sector and, importantly, to raise much-needed funds for Corum. Over the next 30 minutes or so, you'll hear from Natasha Reese, Head of Property Litigation at Forster's, Alexandra Milne, a director at DP9, and Emma Turnbull, an associate director in the leisure team at Everson Young, talk about how they have been preparing for three really long days in the saddle as we ride across the Lake District, Forest of Boland and Yorkshire Dales. They'll be riding more than 430 kilometres and getting close to summiting the equivalent of Everest, all to test themselves and to raise money for charity. Before we get into the discussion, a quick ask from me though. If you haven't heard of Corum, please do check them out. And once you've read about the very, very wonderful work that they do, please do, if you can, bung a little bit of sponsorship to the women taking on what will be a very challenging three-day ride. Your pennies will power them, us, I'll be there too, up to very many hills and will enable Corum to do what it does best, create new enriching forever homes for kids who need it. Find out more about how to sponsor this year's Padel Riders by visiting justgiving.com forward slash campaign forward slash Padel 2020. Details will be in the show notes too. Every penny counts. Thank you and enjoy. Hello and welcome to my favourite, I know this is going to be my favourite episode of the EG Property Podcast because I'm talking about not one, but two of my very favourite things in life. First one is riding a bicycle and the second one is riding a bicycle with a bunch of women from the real estate sector that I have come to know very much as friends, inspirations and just the most wonderful group of people, the Padellas, uh, because in a very, in just a few days, Padell 2021 is finally going to happen. And this year, instead of uh, taking ourselves off to some some very wonderful European countries, we're going to be exploring the UK and uh, and doing something a little bit different. And I think probably the most challenging Padell that we've that we've ever had so um i'm really pleased to have with me three of our riders and three riders from companies that are supporting this really excellent excellent ride uh and i'm going to pass over to each of them just to introduce themselves and tell us what this padel means to them and why it's so important that um the ride is taking place and natasha i'm gonna i'm gonna throw to you you first how are you doing how are you feeling um, I'm good, thanks. And um, yes, now I'm really looking forward to this ride. Obviously, I think, I mean, I signed up for this ride about two years ago. When you get to my age, two years makes quite a difference. So I have been a bit nervous about about the ride. Um, and also, I was expecting to be a, a doing a nice leisurely li- a ride along the Danube. And here we are in the what seems to be the hilliest part of the country. Um, so I am a bit nervous about the hills, has to be said. Um, but I'm also I'm really looking forward to seeing people. And in fact, during the training, we've already I've already hooked up with so many people that I've ridden with before. And it's just sort of seeing them after two years of lockdown has been a real pleasure. 
um, and obviously it's for a great cause. So, you know, all in all, it's it's great to be back and it's great to be cycling with friends again in Abs the industry. Absolutely. And this is, is not the first time that Forsters has been a supporter of the of the event. No, no. I, I first did Padel. It was about four or five years ago. And um, and then uh, last year, we just or the the year that this was meant to be, we, we signed up uh, as, a, as a sponsor because it's it's such a good event. And um, and there are quite a few people at Forsters who've been involved in it. Um, and so, yes, it's something that we really like to to be involved with. Fantastic. Thank you. And Emma, um, you are a, a new rider to this this event. Yeah. Uh, and uh, great to have Everson Young on board as well. Uh, yes, I um, first time with Padel and because I'm based in the northeast, I haven't actually been able to uh, ride or meet any of the riders, although I will probably know one or two of them from a ride that I did two years ago, which was the Northern Power Ride, and that was from Newcastle to Manchester. Mm -hmm. So another Northern ride. So whilst I am a little bit disappointed, perhaps, that not to be going abroad, and it sounds like you've been to <laughs> numerous exotic places <laughs> uh, over the years, which hopefully I might get to do in the future. Um, yeah, whilst I was hoping to do that, then obviously to be doing it in the north is, is really quite, um, uh, it's great for me because it means I can showcase uh, certainly the Lake District. Um, we'll not talk about the hills and the passes, but let's wait and see what the <laughs> the riders brief has. Um, but I don't know all of the areas, so Forest of Boland isn't known to me, and obviously I do do some of the Yorkshire Dales, but uh, yeah, I'm delighted to be doing it and also very pleased to be doing it in the north. Excellent. Yeah, what a what a beautiful part of the of the country to to be showcasing uh, uh, and and doing so um, on wheels. Which we've be, just got to uh, hope that weather. we get reasonable weather. Because <laughs> <laughs> as we know, being cyclists, the weather can for. make or break. <laughs> it certainly can. Alex, um, DP9, uh, another supporter of the, of this this ride. How are you um, feeling about those those hills and exploring a bit of the the UK this time? Well, I'll be honest with you. On the hills, I um, when I signed up, I had a definite meters and feet misunderstanding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I thought we were talking six thousand feet of climb and I thought that's very doable and we'll do some training and we'll all get around it. it's actually over 6,000 meters of climb so I'm feeling uh, a little nervous but excited for the challenge and you know in 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 a funny way actually really happy that it's in the UK um because I don't spend much time outside of London I'm not I'm not from the UK originally and so I kind of live in London and stay here and um I'm actually really happy to go somewhere that I've not been explore another part of the country um somewhere that is uh, beautiful from what I've heard um, and will be a really great challenge with, with lots of people and th that know the area really well and one of the girls in our office who's who's doing the ride is is from the the Lake District and she's really excited to be up there so I think it's really great that it's come home and we all get to you know, pop up north. I like that it has come home so yeah. um, that's going to be brilliant. Let's talk let's talk a little bit about about training before we get into some of the I guess the deeper bits of what Padel is about, but it has been, it's been a bit of a weird um, 18 months, hasn't it? I think that's an un understatement and, and being able to get out on, on the road, get out with people and train has been challenging, perhaps is the word. So really keen to hear from, 
from each of you how you've managed to get the miles in if you have managed I haven't managed I'm, I'm a, a little bit frightened uh, <laughs> um, and and you know I guess a little bit of your sort of training story Alex I'll, I'll start with you um yeah I mean I think I'm kind of more on your end Sam I've, I've actually kind of struggled to get the miles in I started um let's see 2020 during the lockdown um, when it was kind of no one was even going out cycling because it was unsure if you could be on your bike and if it was a good idea and if, you know, there were any injuries, should you go to the hospital and all of this. So I was mostly at home. I started using Zwift, which was an absolute godsend. And I really saw myself improving and I thought, this is great. You can see your stats uh, change over time. Um, and then kind of Padel was postponed again. And then in the second lockdown, I kind of lost all of my will to exercise um and so kind of lost all of that good training and then now that things have loosened up a bit um i've sort of struggled to get it back but i've also kind of struggled um to like socialize if you know what i mean like i'm not used to it anymore like ringing people up and saying do you want to go for a ride and uh going in a big group so part of this training that's been really nice is having a really supportive group in a group of women who might be doing the same thing or might kind of also be feeling tentative but it's such a supportive group that it doesn't really take much to say who fancies a ride who wants to come on a ride and you can get out um and 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 go and, and get some miles under your belt so that's been really nice uh, although i haven't done as much of it as i would have liked um so it's been a combination of a little bit more swifting a couple of training rides um and quite a lot of hope i think going going into the ride <laughs> <laughs> a lot of hope. Uh, Emma, have you had a lot of hope in your training plan as well? Uh, well, I guess for me, I'm, uh, cycling has been my main consistent throughout um, uh, COVID, I, I guess. Um, I do triathlon, so I tend to, to train all year round. I do use Zwift in the winter. Um, I'm part of a club, so again, I've been able to get out with them and, and on the whole, even my husband's a cyclist, so even during lockdown, we managed to get out, you know, and obviously not go too far. But um, yeah, cy cycling is, is has, has been my consistent and it is my go to well, running and cycling, get out, leave everything behind, enjoy the fresh air, all the benefits that go with that. So, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I don't know if I dare say it, but I'm feeling quite fit. <laughs> so, and I, I managed to even get this this uh, a couple of weeks ago. Managed to, we were in Spain, so we hired some bikes. So I did some hill climbing in Spain. So yeah, I'm feeling. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, really looking forward to to mixing with the group and, and meeting everyone and all the like-minded people. And again, it will be so supportive. I know it will be. Absolutely. Well, we know that we can put you on the front of the peloton then and you can drag us <laughs> no, all up the no, hill. No, no, You've said it, you were confident. I'll regret, it's, I'll regret it's, saying it's that. It's live, now. everyone's going to hear it. <laughs> Emma's on the front. <laughs> <laughs> Natasha, how's it been for you? Well, uh, unlike Emma, I think I, I started from a real standing start. I, I definitely sort of winded right or wound right down on the uh, cycling when I was in lockdown. And um, I did go out and about in London, but, you know, I really wasn't doing any sort of training. So I started um, initially with a few Regent's Park laps with Christian and Sinead, and we've been doing those quite regularly. Um, and I've also been on lots of training rides because I just love meeting everyone that's going to be on the final ride. And that's been great. Um, the, the ride captains have been brilliant. And um, 
Penny took us out last week on the Surrey Hills and we had a great brunch afterwards. So um, all of those rides have been brilliant. Um, I must say, I, I recognise you now, Emma, because I think I did the Northern Power, Power Ride with you. Ah. Um, seems a long time ago now, but yes. Um, so I know you're a very strong rider. It, it, pop, <laughs> so, it popped up on my on my memories, actually, on my Facebook memories. Yeah. Um, and I do remember how hilly it was, too. Um, but yeah, so I've done a lot of that. And then in the last few weeks, I've been in Wales. and I managed to do the Devil's Elbow in Bracken. And apparently once you've done that, you can do anything. So. <laughs> it sounds like you're being very modest about your ability. <laughs> no, no, no. I have, I have been training, but as I say, it was from a standing start, I think. So it's taken a while. Excellent. Well, there's, there's no place better than the Welsh mountains to get some elevation in, as, as well we all, all know, I'm, I'm sure. Um, so let, let's talk about, and this for me is really the heart of what Padel is, is about and it's um you know as, as many people listening to this will will know i hope i'm super passionate about this industry the real estate industry and how it needs to go on a major transformation to be so much more in, diverse and in, inclusive and and this ride has done i believe wonders to bring together so many win women from so many different parts of the built environment together and just given them a support group, I suppose, but also created really strong bonds and business connections. It, it's it's turned itself into more than just a ride. It's about um, really showcasing the very many talented women that there are across across the built environment in the uh, in the UK. And I'd just love to know a little bit more from from you about what that means to be part of that group and how how you see it having an impact wider than just you know a ride that raises lots of money for some great charities um you know the power in the power of padel i suppose yeah i agree that that women are hugely underrepresented but and i feel that the um and cycling perhaps is also so this encourages uh females to, to do more cycling and put themselves up for challenges which they perhaps otherwise wouldn't and I do feel that if if often it's in a mixed group then perhaps people might straight away or ladies might straight away be anxious about you know donning their lycra and um and and and, and you know they, they, they might be daunted and feel that they might lack ability whereas the, the huge emphasis on this seems to be that it's open to riders of all abilities and you know, everybody will be encouraging. And I also feel that with cycling, uh, when we put ourselves outside of our comfort zone, and this is the same in any sport, I guess, but you, you, you set challenges for yourself and, and when you achieve them, it's really fulfilling and satisfying. And I just feel all of the benefits that go with cycling and, and help you develop character traits that you then carry through into every aspect of your life. So I think you can gain so much from you know, cycling generally, but certainly Padel, I, I really feel that people will take from it um, some real benefits that, that, that will, must carry through onto their lives and, and you can apply those. Absolutely. Alex, would, would you agree? A absolutely. And I think what's really special about Padel is it's not, you know, it's a networking event, but it's not another you know, come to a speaker and then mingle with drinks afterwards. You know, it, it's an outlet in sport for women and across um, all levels of the industry, you know, really junior women mixing with 
partners in multinational firms. And I think there's something really leveling about everybody being in Lycra and huffing and puffing up the hills and having a WhatsApp group to chat at the end of it. In that WhatsApp group um, is active all year round. It's not just in the month of the ride or the months leading up to the ride. And I think um, that that angle is really important. You know, I've been invited to golf days. I've been invited to invited to boxing nights and to shooting days. And that's not particularly inclusive for a lot of intersectional reasons, not not just gender, but it's not particularly inclusive. And, and to have an event for women not structured in the corporate environment is so open and really encourages people to just talk, get to know each other and create relationships that last for years and you know junior women grow into senior women and carry those relationships through to them and a lot of it starts on a training ride in January in the rain. It sure does. <laughs> Natasha what have you what have you got out of of Padel and what do you think it's 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 sort of superpower is I suppose? Um, I think it's it's the, the really sort of long-lasting friendships that you make um, and I think that's because you're all thrown together on this sort of event and this three-day ride, which is seriously challenging, and you're doing it as a, you know, sort of getting through it as a team. And also, you're you're on rides for for the whole day. You know, there's no time limit on how long you can talk, and you need to talk to sort of get through it. So a lot of the sort of things that you might not normally tell other people, you end up chatting to them about, and that's that's why you develop such strong bonds. Um, and also, you know, being a women's only event, I mean, I just it, it, it just feels quite empowering. You, you meet people at all levels of, of you know, the industry. There are there are people in all sorts of different positions and, you know, it just really expands your network um, and raises your profile. And I think that's something that we all need. Um, so I think it's, it's great for that reason. Absolutely. And I think one of one of my most favourite um, impacts of the Padel is that uh, all the boys want to come on it now and yeah. uh, you know it's it, it sort of flipped the tape flipped the ratio a little bit hasn't it which uh, which is always always great and you know I think um, that there'll be a time when we will let them in I'm, I'm sure but you know we have to we have to reach that parity first and then they can come and join what is the very best ride in in real estate <laughs> Uh, um, let's let's talk a little bit about um, you know one of the things that I've certainly noticed um, and you mentioned this Alex about the the WhatsApp group that it's active all all year and you know it's not just a group where we talk about about training it's a it's a place for people to to come and um, create the networks ask for help on um, business stuff but something we've all seen through COVID is that women have probably been impacted harder than than men and there's um there are quite a lot of stats out there about women are more likely to leave work leave the industry be made redundant as a result of of the pandemic that we've been been through and i just wanted to to get a feel from each of you as to how important the support network that that is created throughout um the padel family is to to women in in this sector yeah, I think um, I think just just knowing people in in the industry and people that you can reach out to is is always helpful. And as Alex said, it's it's the WhatsApp group is there all the time. We're we're constantly messaging. Um, you know, you can be sitting in a meeting and message someone and you know uh, ask their view on something. You know, it's it's, it's we're we're using it all the time. Um, and I just think that um, 
women in in the pandemic I don't know but they do tend to bear the brunt of being at home and doing the childcare. so even where they have retained jobs they seem to be doing even more um, and I think that's something that we've chatted about quite a lot and also I've been out with people who have talked about other things that they're doing now um, because they haven't been able to do their usual job and they're sort of you know they have more contacts that, that, that can help them find alternative positions so I think in that sense it's been really helpful. Thanks. Emma. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't aware that that, that it was that, uh, more females were inclined to um, yeah, be made redundant or lose their jobs or, or perhaps leave. But I guess you know, it makes sense. Um, I always feel, you know, we are hugely underrepresented, certainly in, in what I do. And to, 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 to find that, um, yeah, obviously, I'm at the more mature end of the scale. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my children are starting to leave home which um but it but i have stuck in for, for 20 years and it's been it is tough um working and bringing family and i think natasha's right yes definitely bear the brunt yeah um it, you know i'm not i don't want to bleat on about it but it's just the way it is we've got a lot to a long way to go um i feel certainly in you know in in most families um you know i know you get some very modern um fathers and and, and dads but um yeah, and I just want to say, I just think it's a crying shame if if people leave leave the sector because so much investment goes in when you choose to do whatever career you're doing in the built environment. So, you know, I did estate management. You put three years in, you then do you, you, um, you become chartered, and, and there's so much investment goes in from both yourself and the companies that employ you. And then to just there was no way I was going to let that go. Um, and I feel had I not had I not worked in progressive companies who allowed me to be flexible, then I guess that would be I probably wouldn't I would have taken time out. And I think if you took time out, it'd be tricky to get back in, certainly for me, because it was during recession. But yeah, so I just I, I think it's critical that, um, you know, we all support one another to stick it out because because your children aren't with you forever. <laughs> but your friends can be. <laughs> yes. Yes. You, you can, can choose your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, for you, how important has the support network been oh, and being part of it? Well, massively important. And I think, you know, as you say, the awareness of the, the different impacts on women that the pandemic has had is really important. And, and I think that that's quite well rehearsed in the media that I consume, but I don't know if it's the same in in other media and and in other sectors of the industry um, where um, men occupy very senior positions and it's kind of an unknown unknown. You know, they don't necessarily recognize that women might be responding to things differently and have different needs and there are different pressures and that impacts not just performance at work but also mental health and just kind of your your life and how the last 18 months have been and so to have uh, a group of women you know a couple types away on the phone has has been a real lifeline even just to see messages happening and not necessarily to be taking part in it but just to know that it's out there because it's it's a slightly different angle to having friends who can sympathize but not necessarily empathize you know we are all in the real estate industry we are all uh, going through this pandemic and navigating a whole lot of firsts and not everybody's dealing with childcare responsibilities you know there are other uh, other impacts on women that aren't aren't because of kids or families um 
and and it's just to to have that group that is it feels so specific but so wide ranging at the same time um has been such a positive support and it will only grow as we yeah. continue to to do more padels um in years years to come let let's turn to this week's ride just to just to round off our, our conversation i'd love to know what you are most looking forward to and what you are most dreading about um uh, our ride later later this week alex i'll, I'll start with you well i I think this will be my first kind of proper event since, I, I don't know, March of last year. You know, there haven't really been many opportunities to get out and have something to look forward to and plan to do and for it to then come off. So I'm I'm kind of looking forward to being in a big group without a mask on and chatting and moving tables and just kind of feeling kind of normal. You, you know, just and how, how, how weird is it to just be like, all I'm looking forward to is normal you know have, having dinner and having drinks and then walking to bed and, and doing it all again the next day um but so i'm just so pleased that something we've been planning gets to come off and at a big scale um i i you know i i think it's quite trite maybe to say i'm dreading the weather but uh, i'm really dreading the weather <laughs> uh if it rains on the hills i don't know i think i think i'll need to draw on some of that hope <laughs> emma I'm really, really looking forward to it. Um, so, uh, and what I'm daunted by is having just admitted to you lot that I that I'm fit. <laughs> <laughs> How could I possibly be the one at the back? <laughs> so, yeah, I've got something to prove now. Um, yeah, the weather, I mean, it's totally out of our control, but, um, you know, the odd shower, but if we got torrential and we got wind, I mean, let's just hope. We've, we've got to hope. <laughs> Natasha? Well, um, I mean, apart from seeing everyone um, again and also seeing people again that I've, I've ridden with over the last few months, um, I have to say I'm really looking forward to the Forster's drinks at the end um, because we're sponsoring the drinks this year and uh, we've planned something uh, very special. Um, I think even Vicky, who's not riding this year, said she might come up to uh, <laughs> welcome us to the drinks at the end. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then the thing I'm probably least looking forward to, I don't know, um, I mean, obviously the hills, but I think one of the things we've been discussing on a lot of the rides is where are the loos? Because we're in tents and everyone's a bit worried that it's going to be pouring with rain and we're going to have to struggle <laughs> to find, you know, quarter loos at the other end of the field or something. But um, so I think that's one thing that I might be worrying about. But that That's the one... Um... One negative of the pedal ride, isn't it, is that on usually on every other industry bike ride, the women's queue for the loo is the shortest. <laughs> Whereas now we have to we have to queue because we're all after the same the same same loo. Um, but I'm I'm sure it'll be it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. I, I'm surprised there, Natasha, you didn't mention the new bike as something that you're looking forward to. <laughs> yes, I, uh, yes, my new bike which I collected last week, and um, I am very very. Yeah, I, I better not get started on that or you're going to get rid of me. <laughs> well, we all look forward to, to seeing the new bike. We're definitely all looking forward to the Forster's drinks, that's for sure. Uh, uh, and uh, we will all cross our fingers for for summer to return for, for three days um, up in, <laughs> up in uh, the Lake District and, and surrounds for, for the ride. But I'm very much looking forward to, to being back with everyone 
very much looking forward to the smiles and the giggles that we have along the way and just the, the massive support that there is um, from riders on the road and from the wonderful team at, at Club Peloton who, who put all of this to, together and look after us um, so well. One other thing that we um, haven't touched on but we should touch on before we um, say our proper goodbyes is why we do this and there is a very very important reason that we that we do this yes we love to ride our bikes yes we love to support each each other and uh, um, showcase how wonderful women are but also we want to raise a huge amount of money for our chosen charity which is which is quorum and and everything that that they are doing and and just um love to know from from you you know sort of what that what that means to you and how how your fundraising is is going to help Coram. It feels really really good to be supporting Coram again um, particularly as during Covid I know it's been so hard for charities to raise money so it's just great to be able to to know that that we're doing this again and also when I, I did a ride a few years ago we, we actually had someone who came and talked to us about what the charity does and it was seriously impressive how, how much they, they help vulnerable children so um, it, it's just a, a real pleasure to be able to raise money for them. Thank you. Emma? To be raising funds for Quorum, um, where we can enrich the lives of of, of children and, and families who, who are undoubtedly less fortunate than we are. I mean, obviously everyone has their own issues and, and um, things to deal with in life, but if we can, if we can help people who really are in need, then it, it's really quite fulfilling. Um, no matter what goes on in your life, I think we're we all lead probably fairly fortunate and privileged lives. So, um, and the very fact that we can go out and cycle in the Lake District, Forest of Bowling National Parks for three days, um, our companies sponsor and are prepared to support us. Um, there are added benefits for us as well. So yeah, I feel that it, it's great that there's a, a spin-off of it being charity as well. It just makes it all the more worthwhile. Absolutely. And on those inevitable um, painful hills, it gives us an extra extra something to focus on, doesn't it? That, you know, this this is nothing um, compared to some of the, the pain that those um, vulnerable children that Quorum is supporting have, have gone through. And, and, you know, if we can we can help ease that pain through through hours and through <laughs> talking to our networks to help us raise much needed funds for that, then all, all the better. Uh, so for now, we better go and start packing our Lycra, getting ready for, for the ride. But thank you so much for, for joining us on the EG Property Podcast. And we'll maybe we'll do some along the way as well. Who knows? Hey. Have a little listen out for some tales from the road. <laughs> <laughs>